Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of the day's message is Standing Strong in the Evil Day. The kingdom of God is not moved forward by good conduct. It's moved forward by good beliefs. The greatest question of the hour is not, Lord, what should I do? The greater question is, Lord, what should I believe? What should I believe in this season? What should I renew my mind with? What are you saying? The old covenant was moved forward by good conduct, good behavior. The new covenant is moved forward by our belief. Certainly, behavior and conduct is important. Integrity is vital. People won't trust you without it. But even to improve that, we need to improve our beliefs first. Right believing creates right living. I'm hearing over you that there's revelation coming to you, that this is a season of revelation. You're going to see things in the Word you've never seen before. You're going to have a connection with God about who you are, about what you're called to do in an incredible manner. All over the world, the Lord is raising up unlikely people to become the answer. You are one of them. God's answer is always a person. God's answer is always a person who believes and his belief creates a strategy. One of the most fascinating stories in the Bible is in 2 Chronicles 20. In verse 1, it says, It happened that after that, the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with them, besides the Ammonites, came to battle against Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat was king. I love it. It says Jehoshaphat feared. (laughs) You know, he had real emotions. Just because you fear, just because your instantaneous response in a struggle is not 100% faith, that is not necessarily a negative but you're not going to stay there. And I love it. He called a fast. He called prayer. And and then it says in verse 14, Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah. And he said, Listen, all of you of Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you, King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, Do not be afraid or dismayed because of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but God's. And I felt like, before I really get into the message there, I felt like the Lord just wanted to encourage you. And I want to say to you this, the battle's not yours, it's the Lord's. And we can learn a lot from Jehoshaphat. Verse 17, you will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. Position yourself, stand still, see the salvation of the Lord. We position ourselves as we get into the conversation today about standing with the armor of God. We stand with the armor on. And all of those pieces in Ephesians 6, we need to believe something to get those on and to keep them on. We position ourselves in our biblical identity. We position ourselves in the promises of God. We stand still. There's something about trusting. There's something about before we do anything, we get our spirit still. We get peace. 
and then we see the salvation of the Lord. We first see it in the mind's eye of faith. That's why God gave us an imagination. We use our sanctified imagination to actually see what is the victory, to see the victory. And we'll see the salvation of the Lord. And then verse 20, in the middle of the verse, it says, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. Second Chronicles 2020. This is the year 2020. This is a 2020 verse. And, and I believe this. The Lord is going to use Second Chronicles 20 and verse 20, 2020, in your life in an incredible way in this season. And as we talk about today's topic, about standing strong in the evil day, I'm taking the content from my book, Victorious Mindsets, from one of the devotionals in there. We have revised that. It's coming out soon. And this is an excerpt. I've modified it a little bit to speak more directly in today's current events. Ephesians 6.13 says, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Let me read that again. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Again, this is called standing strong in the evil day. The evil day represents those times where we face a seeming onslaught of uncertainty and testing. This evil day can happen to us personally, as a family, a church, or even as a nation. Many are currently experiencing an evil day because of what is happening in the world. God is giving us grace to stand in this hour, and the foundation of this grace is to learn to stand in the normal challenges of life. Every person has unresolved issues, whether it's a lingering problem with another person, a circumstance that hasn't changed for years, an emotional struggle or habit which keeps reappearing, or a new tough situation that has just emerged. We all have challenges before us. It's in these situations that we learn to stand, to stand. And when faced with unsettling matters, Scripture teaches us, number one, do all we know to do. Concerning troubles, do all that we know to do. Seek God for wisdom. Take the steps He leads you to take in action, prayer, and faith. And then once we've done that, secondly, we stand. Standing is holding steadfast to the belief that God is working in the situation in a mighty way. Standing is resting, trusting, thanking, and obeying the last thing God said about the circumstance. And this is so powerful because once we identify what we're to do, again, whether it's personal, family, relational, big picture items, of uncertainty in a nation, we ask the question, Lord, what do you want me to do about this? <laughs> and, you know, 
obviously we I preface this we first ask him what do you want me to what do you want us to believe but the standing piece will bring us full circle to what we believe so we say what do you want me to believe then what do you want me to do then we stand and I want to repeat what I said standing standing is resting trusting thanking and obeying the last thing God said about the circumstances we will be tempted to fret over what is actually out of our control. Yes, if there's more to do, we should by all means do it. But if we don't have a clear word on further steps to take, we are to stand in peace in the midst of uncertainty and unresolved issues. Romans 16:20 says, And the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. As we possess peace and are standing in peace, it accelerates the crushing. It draws near the manifest crushing of Satan's tactics and what he's done in our life. It brings it sooner and sooner into our lives. The Apostle Paul tells us to take up the full armor of God. We put on these powerful, protective, and enemy-defeating armor pieces by believing God's promise promises, embracing our biblical identity and resting in Christ's finished work. It is important every day, but especially in the evil day. After we have done what we know to do, then we stand in the midst of uncertainty, knowing that God is powerfully working in the unseen realm on our behalf. Praise the Lord. And one thing good about the evil day is it doesn't last. <laughs> it doesn't last. And so just in closing... Let me give you three additional points of wisdom of how to stand in the evil day. Number one is face the worst thing that could happen. I call this bottom lining. One of my declarations is this. Even if the worst happens, I will be okay. Even if the worst happens, I will be okay. This helps take the, take the fear out of the current difficulty. In almost every situation, the worst will not happen. A University of Cincinnati study said that 85% of what we worry about never happens, and most people find a successful way to navigate the 15% that does. So first, we face the worst thing that can happen, and even in that, we know we'll be okay. Secondly, a second step to help us stand, and I've already mentioned this, but I want to go deeper is increase your thanksgiving. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 tells us to exchange worry for peace by prayer that is mixed with thanksgiving. The result of this is that the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And lastly, know your assignment. A main part of standing in the evil day is to keep moving forward and attaching faith to your callings and assignments. Nehemiah refused to go down to the valley of Ono when tempted by his enemies to do so. He said, I am doing a great work so that I cannot come down. Why should the work cease while I leave it and go down to you? Nehemiah 6.3 those who believe they are doing a great work do not have time to go down into the valleys of anxiety, victimhood, pessimism, or offense. So we know our assignment. We attach faith to our assignment. We keep moving forward in our assignment as a key 
to standing. I believe this in this evil day that many are experiencing. I love the fact it says in Romans 5.20 where sin abounds, grace abounds much more. And whatever is happening in the negative, God's got a grace for you in the positive that supersedes and is greater than the negative. <laughs> There's a grace to stand right now. And I just say thank you, Father, for these influencers. Thank you for influencers who are going to the next level. Thank you for people who are getting ideas, getting strategies like never before. But thank you today for the ability to do all that we know to do. And once we've done that, whether personal, family, financial, national, church, then we stand and we stand thanking, resting, trusting in you, Lord. Hey, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And we are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. If something's going to change, somebody's getting hope. Somebody is unreasonably optimistic. God hasn't called us to be realistic. He's called us to be supernatural. We certainly don't deny the facts of what's happening. We just don't get our beliefs from it. Our future is as bright as the promises of God. And I want to remind you too that the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. For pretty much everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. <laughs> joy in a more convenient season, I will call for you. Now, I need joy right now. I've got a lot of uncertainties. You've got a lot of uncertainties. There's a lot of pressures. There's a lot of things wanting to get on us. And God's joy, His childlikeness, childlikeness and joy are synonymous. And so we stir it up today. We rejoice. Philippians 4.4 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And that word rejoice connotes leaping, spinning. It's a demonstrative thing. We shake off spirits of heaviness and discouragement by thanking God, by praising Him, by rejoicing in His goodness, rejoicing in His promises. So bless you. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. Again, thank you. And if these podcasts are blessing you, tell somebody else about that. And I want to remind you, in September, we're planning on doing the Transformational Mind Renewal Online Course, five-month course, the five steps of radical mind renewal. It's going to be powerful. If you love these podcasts, you believe this message is to be something to be a, a key part of your life, you want to go deeper in the message, you want to go deeper in connection with the Igniting Hope family, then make sure you're signed up for our newsletter at ignitinghope.com. We'll be giving you info on this powerful mind renewal course. And our goal is that it's going to lead to us being able to certify some of you to become Igniting Hope belief trainers. Hey, God bless you. I look forward to having you with me again on another podcast. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.